chaos is everywhere. How's it going? Uh, fine, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, I took a nap earlier, and that's why we're recording a little bit later. Whatever. All right, well, I'll start the thing. Hey, everybody, welcome to a special episode of Chaos at Ringside. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, you know him as Artie Vice, but today he's actually Artist Maximus. There we go. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it, huh? <laughs> I've... I don't know why I decided to do this, but for some reason, while we're recording, I decided to put on WrestleMania 9 on mute, and I'm just watching it while we record about Forbidden Door. Don't don't okay. judge me. It's just what I'm doing. I mean, I'm judging you. Uh, and of course, if you want to know the inside joke, if anybody out there doesn't know, um, Howard Finkel was renamed Finkus Maximus for the show, which is why I was giving you that name. You're welcome, by the way. So Yeah, uh, yeah thanks. I mean, come on, how often do you get to be compared to Howard Finkel? I mean, you know what? That's true. That's a good point. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so what we're actually here to do, not my weird nostalgia for the worst WrestleMania in history, um, we're actually here to talk about Forbidden Door and to break out our predictions. Um, I'm assuming you've got the thing in front of you. Uh, uh, I kind of assumed you would, but I can have it up in front of me in like a few seconds. I'm sorry, we both assumed and now we've made an ass out of each other. I don't even know what to say about that. That's okay. That could have gone that that's, that's okay. Yes, we <laughs> we we just asked each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're both ass boys now. Yep. With uh, daddy ass. Here's what I mean, daddy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. So funny. I right, got it. Okay, and if this wasn't chaos at ringside, I would definitely name this episode Scissor Me Daddy Ass for all the real AEW <laughs> fans out there. All right, so, um, yeah, just like we do, just go through the list and talk about what our prediction is. Ah, this card is beautiful. It's a really good card, yeah. Like, um, holy shit. If you want to do the kickoff show, we can do that, too, so I don't know where it starts. Sure, why not? Let's do the buy-in match. Why not? We just okay. talked about them, so... Oh, there, I forgot that was the buy match. So who are, because I know it's the Ass Boys and uh, Max Caster. Who are their opponents? Uh, it's basically the, uh, I don't think they're young. Are they young lions? I don't think they're young lions anymore. But they're guys from uh, New Japan Strong. So uh, they're guys basically from the American do- New Japan Dojo. Right. Um, it's Alex Coughlin, who, if you... I don't know if you'll remember him, but basically, do you remember seeing like a really buff dude with an awesome mustache? I think so, but it's been a while like, since I watched. Him. Like, yeah, he's basically like buff dude, f- fucking fantastic mustache. Like, holy shit! Like seventy porn star mustache. Right. Like he's almost like if Simon Gotch was like was like six two and buffed out of his mind. Oh wow! So a really big guy too. Well, relatively speaking. Or maybe not six two, like six flat, maybe. Gotcha. Uh, he's 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 big. He's a big dude. But anyways, so it's it's him, uh, Yuya Yamura, uh, mm-hmm. another former former young lion, still young lion, former young lion. Uh, I I, the, I I don't think they're I don't think they're young lions anymore. Um, but uh, another guy, uh, he's known as known simply as the DKC. Uh-huh. And uh, Kevin Knight. So just a bunch of guys you probably don't know, um, right. but they're they're basically just a group of uh, young lions from the New Japan American Dojo, except for gotcha. except for Yuya Yamura. I think he was in the Jap- Japan Dojo. Uh huh. Um, and he came to New Japan Strong to I think. I think it was just to specifically so we could train under Shibata. Because uh, Katsuyori Shibata, uh, Shibata is like the main uh, like trainer, I think, in the American dojo. Like, it's kind of like his baby. 
and he is fucking fantastic when he was wrestling before his injury and shit. So, um, but anyways, yeah, so that's the buy-in match. It's a simple, like just basic eight man tag. It'll, it'll, but it should be good. Right. So here comes the, one of the interesting things about this pay-per-view in general is that because it is a crossover pay-per-view, um, it's harder to pick who's going to win just based on like precedence. Cause obviously we're not following new Japan. Um, as much, it's going to be like because it's not going to be an AEW clean sweep. I'm sure there'll be one or two matches where New Japan oh, guys yeah. will win. That's going to happen. I don't think this is going to be the one. I think this will probably just because the Ass Boys and uh, have been doing stuff on TV and haven't really losing that much in, at all, really. Um, I think they'll probably win after a really competitive match. Uh, if I had to guess, for yeah, time. I I'm going to agree. Um, it'll be, it should be a pretty solid match. Um, I, they probably will, the, uh, the ass boys and Max Caster probably will end up winning. Um, just cause those, that, those group of guys do usually take the pinfall as right. most like, and cause uh, they're not young. God, I, I keep, they're not young lions. They aren't, they are not young lions anymore. However, right. They do still, they're still like very, very early on in right. their training and wrestling. So they do tend to lose. Right. And honestly, it sounds like they're about the same level as like the Acclaimed and the, you know, Gun Club are for AEW. I'd say closer to the guns. Right. Because I, I personally find Max, Ca- Max, Ca- uh, Max Caster and Bowens. I I I kind of put them a tier above the guns right, and right now. Even yeah, that's they're fair. All together right now. I put them kind of in a tier above. That's fair. I could definitely see the claim they're like on the doorstep of winning a tag title. Um, yeah, well, they were just a for, month or two. They were for like a lot for a little while. I think it's more about just like what team holds it right now because the young bucks hold it. I don't see them there just because right. they deal against steel. Uh, also, the injury. But if um, if another face well, yeah. team got it, they could definitely be right in the running. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So again, I think that's a that will be a really good match. I'm looking forward to that on the kickoff show. If nothing else, to hear Bowen's yell "Scissor me, daddy ass" because that's become his new catchphrase. It's, so. it's a hilarious catchphrase too. I love it. I I, I absolutely love what they're doing. Like the fact mm-hmm. when they come out and like the guns like Austin and Colton will like say like different cities that isn't the actual city that they're in. And then Bowens will get pissed and like take the mic from them and do it the right way. Right. Yeah. No, Uh, it's, it's, and they still got the next guest rap. It's a really good, um, just a good mix. I'm really, really pleased with it. I want to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. I, I love these guys. There's, they're all so fun. All right, so what would be the uh, first match on your uh, list there? Uh, my list, it's the I, – I usually hate eight-man tags, but I'm I'm pretty excited for this one too. Uh, it's the Young Bucks, El Fantasmo, and Hikaleo taking on Sting, Darby Allin, and uh, Shingo Takagi and Hiromu Takahashi from uh, Los Ingenables de Japón. Oh, gee, yeah, that's going to be a good one. And that's also kind of a hard one to tell because uh, – Former, let me let me just add really quick. Uh, uh-huh. Former IWGP Heavyweight Champion Shingo Takagi, and former mm-hmm. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Hiromu Takahashi. Well, that that does add a lot to it, yeah. With the, just because the names game. alone, I know don't really know don't really mean much to you. So right. I yeah, titles. Um, in so to try to jog your memory, mm-hmm. Shingo Takagi. You have watched him wrestle before. Uh, mm-hmm. You watched him wrestle. Who did he wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom that we watched? Um, I don't think it was Okada. It might have been. But he basically, he walks out with the, he kind of has that like dragon mask looking thing going on. Right. Around his face. And like the huge like beads around his neck. Yep. Okay. I do remember that. Okay, and Hiromu Takahashi, it, I don't think you were watching Ring of Honor at the time, but he's the ticking time bomb. 
No, I remember hearing that, but I don't think I ever saw him. Okay, because he's he's the guy basically like the he kind of has like on, mm-hmm. and um, in ROH he would carry around like a uh, stuffed like teddy. Okay. Uh, yeah, hard to yeah. But anyways, extremely talented, all of them. Yeah, um, and I'm sitting here just like going through the stuff, and it's a hard match to pick even from the American side because either team could use the win, really. Like, the Bucks, even though they just won the titles, they weren't supposed to, I think, do that through storylines, so they don't have a lot of momentum. And uh, Darby and Stain have kind of been on the, kind of on the losing end of Red Dragon um, at this Uh, point. Yeah, they kind of just got their comeuppance on that. Yeah. Um. Man, I don't know. Like, where where are you leaning with this? Maybe it'll help me figure out where I um, think I fall. I am leaning towards Arby Shingo and Takahashi. Okay. I am leaning towards them. It's because everyone in this match... Mm-hmm. I can see El Fantasmo and Hikaleo, Hikaleo taking a pin more than the rest of them. Gotcha. The person on the other team I can really see realistically taking a pin, Takahashi. Right. Yeah. You know what? I think because we usually end up agreeing a lot, and I, I am really torn on this one, I think I will go with the Bucks um, yeah. team. Because, like I said, they just won the titles. That gives them some momentum. Uh, there's that whole thing with Red Dragon that could still be involved somehow in the match because they are like kind of aligned with the Bucks. Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks just because it's a good way for us to have a split somewhere. So, uh, not a scientific that. reason, but it's yeah, that's how close I think that match is as far as where you could go with it. Um, so what would be the uh, oh, next matchup? Yeah, okay. There, uh, I think there. What the heck? There might have been a change to the Forbidden Door buy-in, maybe. Oh, maybe I don't know. They've had to change a lot of stuff on the card recently. I mean, this will be disgusting if this match happens. I'm uh-huh. seeing a, a a thing on here for the buy-in of Keith Lee uh-huh. and Swerve taking on. El Desperado, El Desperado, and Yoshino. Oh, the um, the guy who comes out with like a microphone and and sings and like rips his pants off. Okay. I think, I think that's the tag team. Or no, no, that's the that's the heavyweight tag team with Zack Saber. No, El Desperado is the junior heavyweight tag team. I think. Yeah, because because. See if I know I can... Saber's got a singles match, so it won't be those two. Yeah. Give me one second. Let me see if I can check this real quick. Because this just mm-hmm. kind of, like, this just popped up when I was trying to find something else. All right. You do that while I... um. Uh, oh, my yeah. No, I was right. Yeah. Yoshinobu Kanemaru. So they're, like, they're kind of like the junior heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. I found it. So, yeah, the... Oh, wait a second. What? Oh, that kind of sucks. <laughs> so, what's happened? Okay, so... I mean, it should still be good, but... Alright, so the update is that Hiromu Takahashi is actually sick. Okay. And he can't travel to America for the Forbidden Door match. So that match is going to be a trios match. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo. Hikaleo is just going to be in their corner. And they're taking on Sting and Darby and Shingo Takagi. Oh, okay. Huh. I, I think I'll still stick with my original thing, but yeah, it sucks that they've had all these like problems with this pay-per-view yeah. and stuff. Huh. That kind no, I think I'm still sticking with mine too. I'm still sticking with Sting, Darby, and Shingo. If anything, I think that just affirms what I'm thinking even more. Because, like I said, Takahashi was really the only guy I could think of that was that I felt was pinnable. Yeah, 
I might be I mean, wrong though, honestly. That's true. I think like if you if the storyline requires it, Darby's pretty good at taking the loss if he has to. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. so that's the other buy-in matches: Lee and on Desperado and uh, Kanemaru. Um, I don't know what's going on with Lee and Strickland. I missed whatever that conversation was between the two of them after that battle royal. It's it's tenuous. Um, it was basically what happened was like they were doing an interview and like Keith Lee is like, I'm going to give you like 30 seconds to explain yourself before I kill you. And then uh, Strickland kind of um, like saying, oh, I mean, it was a battle royal. It was a singles thing, you know, kind of very healy, kind of like weaselly healy. And then Team Taz showed up and they sort of refocused on Team Taz for the minute. Okay. But um, it's definitely, there's definitely a rift there. Um, man, I could see them having them win that match just in like a weird way because they want to continue them as like a kind of tag team before they blow up. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, don't I mean, think- they're going to blow up because Swerve is just such a, like, he's fine as a face. Like, he's uh-huh. good and the crowd really does love him. But, I mean, he's such a good heel that, that that's got to blow up eventually. And those two will put on an amazing show together, like, against each other. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm looking forward to that match, but I don't think the blow-up's going to happen on this pay-per-view. So, I'm going to say yeah, they somehow. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the buy-in. I think for this match, I'm going with Lee and Strickland. Gotcha. Even though on like Desperado, like I said, Desperado and Kanemaru, they are former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Champs. Like they are no joke. And El Desperado himself is a, I think, multi-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Right. Like El Desperado and like Kanemaru is good, but like El Desperado in in like is really, really good. Yeah. No, I really like El Desperado. And, like, yeah, it gives me pause. But I think, I think again, there's just something there that they've been working on. I don't see them losing. Yeah. But, I mean, I could see you do the same story. But, yeah, I'm going to still say Strickland and uh, Swerve win. Yeah. You know, yeah, Swerve and Lee win. Um, I need to take a quick little interstitial here. So, I'm going to stop the recording. I'll be right back and we can continue okay. on with the rest of the thing. All right. All right. And we're back. I just want to say sorry if uh, I don't know if it will, but if it shows up in the recording, my phone vibrating. I, I just realized I had them uh, vibrate. Oh. But I have it on silent now, so it won't affect anything. Like I got to say, I, I've been looking over the uh, the card again while, uh-huh. while waiting. And like the more I look at it, the more I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of cl- like close stuff that I cannot call. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to go through it and do our best moving forward. Uh, so what's the next one on your list there? Uh, so the next one is going to be, I think, an easier choice, actually. It's the trios match of Jericho, Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki taking on Kingston, Yuta, and Shota, and Umino. Yeah. Um, my thought process on this one is pretty simple. I think that the, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society is going to lose in blood and guts. So I think that they're probably going to get the win at Forbidden Door to build to blood and guts. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, also... Apparently, part of the reason that Sammy Guevara was added, besides the fact that it was a really good idea for his character, um, is because it's going to be a six-on-six uh, blood and guts, and they needed another member. I didn't realize that that was part of the calculation, but that's what happened. It is. Apparently, what the so it's going to be six-on-six. That's what the internet's oh, saying. Because whoever Danielson's replacement is, <laughs> is also an official member of Blackpool Combat Club. Right, right. He's, He's a new member. Blood as well. Right, exactly. Yep. So, um, yeah. And I have some thoughts on who it could be, but I don't really think it matters for this prediction um, show who it's going to be, but I think I, I have some ideas on who it could be. So, All right. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the trios match. I think it'll be good. Um, 
But I do think it'll be another JS uh, win by like shady means just yeah. to build up the whole, like finally we get him in the cage and that's when the good guys can just beat the shit out of him, you know? So very old school booking, but I think it'll work really well in this situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I made it perfectly clear, but yeah, I'm agreeing. I think Jericho, Guevara, and Suzuki are going to win this. And if I had to guess, I'd say Shota Amino is probably going to take the fall. Yeah, isn't Shoto the guy that we saw at the um, New Japan pay-per-view that's like Moxley gave him his nickname, like he just yeah. came back? Yeah, yep. I thought yeah, that. He's, he's basically, he was basically Moxley's like protege when Moxley was in New Japan. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, definitely I think he'll be the one that takes that fall. Yeah. It's just at that point. I don't think he wants you to take the fall, and obviously Eddie's not gonna. Yeah, no. All right, so what's the next match on the card after that one? Next match is what we were just kind of talking about. Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Danielson's mystery opponent, and I've seen a few guesses on who the mystery opponent is, Mm -hmm. and if it's who the main guess is, if it is this person, I am super pumped. I think, yeah, I think it'll be a great match overall, just by Dan- like the way Danielson pulled it up. Also, I wanted to put, put a quick shout out that I love the idea of Danielson using not telling the crowd as like a like a thing of like, hey, I'm still a heel, but yeah. I I wish he hadn't like broken the fourth wall. I wish he would have just like let that stand on his own that he wasn't going to tell him. I don't think he had to tell us that he came out of the heel tunnel. He could have been like, I'm not going to tell you because. I'm not going to tell you, and that would have made him yeah. just as much a heel, if not more. Yeah, but, to um, be fair, you, know, you usually don't like stuff like that. Where I, 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 I don't mind it. I like it. I like cheap. I like I like people being cheeky, and Danielson's yeah. a very cheeky guy, anyways. So if if it's that's true. But anyway, as far as like the match itself goes, I really don't think it matters who it is. I think the way Danielson have you seen, built. Have you seen any of the ideas of who it's going to be? The one that I've seen is Cesaro. Um, yeah. I don't know who else might have been floated. So I've only seen really two other options that have popped up, mm-hmm. and they were Johnny Gargano, which would be mm-hmm. ridiculous, and uh, Jonathan Gresham, which okay. would also be ridiculous. Like, all three of the, of the guys that I've seen pop up so far for it are, like, instant wrestling chubs for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, like I said, I, as far as like storyline-wise, I don't think it matters who's going to win. I think the point is to have a really great match and have them win uh, for the same reason that Jericho Appreciating Say is going to win in the other one because yeah. it builds better to blood and guts. So, so I think it is going to be Claudio Castagnoli. He's mm-hmm. not in WWE anymore, so he's not Cesaro. Um, right. I, 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 will use his, I will use his ROH birth name. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know the ROH birth name offhand. That's why I went with the WWE slave name, yeah. if you will. So I'm going with Claudio. <laughs> I, I hope it's Claudio. Honestly, though, out of the three, just the way Danielson was talking, mm-hmm. out of the I don't think it's Gargano. Because Gargano is, I mean, technically he's, he's ridiculous. But Gargano's not really, you know, like a... Like, bloody, like, violent dude, you know what I mean? I mean, well, yeah. actually, Jesus, I, let me take that back immediately. Uh, I might want to leave it in there just uh, commenting on it, but obviously wrong, because obviously the shit he did with Chapa was ridiculous. Yeah. But I just mean, like, aside from that stuff, though, I mean, in general, he's not, like, he's he's more of, like, a, a happy kind of dude. Right. You know? Like, he he can be, obviously, we've seen him, but I just, right. I don't think that as much. So I'm going to um, gi- give you a couple of reasons. Okay, just go ahead. One, yeah, just one is the other reason is because even though I know you don't tend to want to believe what he says, Dave Meltzer, since he is like a, but for all intents and purposes, he is kind of like a an, a, an AEW favoriting reporter at this point right um but he's he kind of pointing out that the what what danielson was saying on the mic 
mm-hmm. was kind of like the things he says about Claudio. Right. Yep. Okay, that all makes sense. But the couple things that I want to say for Johnny Gargano is one, um, he fits really well at the Blackpool Combat Club because he's obviously got a whole thing with William Regal. So that makes a lot of sense. But also, he did put out a tweet that could have just been trolling that said like he was going to be in the city that Forbidden Door is in for like eight hours, and that's it. Um, so mm. that could have been, just been him trolling people, but he did, he did awesome. say it. So I think both are good choices. I think any way this goes, it'll be good. But I think um, the storyline, it's served by him, win- whoever it is, winning the match. You yeah. know it'll be a really good match. So Yeah, whoever it is, they're going to beat uh, – they'll, they'll beat Zack Sabre Jr. Not yeah. that not, – I mean, not that Sabre Jr. is like The whole reason Zack Sabre Jr. is the opponent in this match is because he is on that level of technicality. Right. All right. Uh, so what's the next one after that? Next one might be the show stealer, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. Oh, that, that's such a weird combination still. But yeah, you're right. It might steal the show. Um, this one's hard because like Orange Cassidy's coming off so. of that injury. But Will Ospreay's been looking really good on TV. I don't think it's tough at all. I think it's Will Ospreay 100%. That's where I'm leaning too, but I, I could see a reason for having Orange win. But Orange also is one of those guys that's just not hurt by lo- losses at all. So yeah. I feel yeah, like Will Ospreay think... needs to stay strong. He's the leader of United Empire. Mm. And he's also like so that combined with the fact that just like he as the leader of a faction in New Japan, for the most part, that means you kind of have to like be strong looking. Because like right. When you look at the leaders of factions in New Japan, you're looking at guys like Jay White for, for Bullet Club, Okada mm-hmm. for Chaos, Naito for Los Ingenables. Uh I mean, not not so much Suzuki anymore for Suzuki-Goon. Um, mm-hmm. He's not really in, like say, like the world title hunt anymore or anything like that. But yeah. I mean, and then, so then you have like the United Empire, which is trying to be on that same level faction-wise. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they have the IWGP Junior, uh, IWGP heavyweight titles right now, tag titles, right. as of right now. So they kind of, they're trying to be on that same level. So, which means Will Ospreay has to stay at that same level as, like, Jay White and Okada. You know what I mean? Right. So that's no, why, because of all that, that's why I feel he's going to get the win over Cassidy. Yeah, no, and like I wasn't thinking of all that because obviously I'm not as plugged in to the New Japan stuff. But my thought was that um, they've obviously been showing him really strong on TV uh, in AEW, and I think this will just sort of put a capper on it and make him a um, hopefully make him like a main event level guy from New Japan that they can work with later to put more people over in AEW. I so. so, I oh yeah. man, there's so like. I, I would love to see uh, uh, today, like a uh, right now, I w- who I would say I, w- I would say like in his prime, Will Osprey. Like I, mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing now is like prime Osprey. Like I right. would love to see that, and I, I would love to see in his prime right now, Will Osprey taking on like Kenny Omega. Yeah, I think a lot of people are looking to that. Yeah. And maybe we'll get it. Who knows? It depends on how how long Kenny has left. So yeah. Um, all right. So after that match, what's the next one on your list? Next one is a match that I think is going to be a lot tougher to predict than I think maybe we originally thought. Mm-hmm. It's the winner take all ROH and IWGP Tag Champ match between FTR, Jeff Cobb, and Great O'Conn from United Empire and Ropongi Vice from Chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I understand your thought. I don't think Ropongi Vice is going to win, no matter what, what no. happens. I think it's um, between United Empire and FTR. But, yeah. hear me out. The reason why this is a lot, because originally, I don't know about you, but I feel like both of us originally, when the match was announced, were kind of like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is for sure FTR getting all the tag gold. Right. 
yep, the more I thought about it, the more I realized if FTR has the IWGP tag titles, mm-hmm. that means FTR has to go to Japan and defend said IWGP tag titles. Right. And I yep. don't know how frequently they'd be able to go and do that. Whereas the ROH titles, for all intents and purposes right now, are kind of like dead sitting and sitting and waiting titles. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah I can see that. I, um, I'm also not 100% sure if FTR is still the AAA tag title holders. That's what I was wondering, uh, too, because they don't seem to carry them. Yeah, I'm wondering because then also uh, Triple Mania just happened, and I meant to look it up, but I don't know if they still have those titles. And if they don't, that might be a reason that they, like, I, I don't know. I just don't see it's the time to take all the titles off FTR at that point if they lose the ROH. Um, uh, is yeah, it is. It's more difficult than we thought. I think I'm gonna still stick with FTR, but I can definitely see a reason to put those titles on uh, the Empire. Because you're right, they are dead. You can until the company starts again. You can carry them around wherever. Yeah, so, that's why I was kind of wondering. Here, one second. I'm trying to. Uh, I could, by the way, also see like the New Japan, um, like head office being like, no, like even though we know they have to work a certain schedule there's some dream matches that we would love to have with FTR coming over here to defend and just like maybe have like four or five matches set up. They want to do. And the fifth one's going to be when they lose it. You know what I mean? I could see a lot of like money behind that for new Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is God, This is a tough one for me. I actually, you know what you, you, you choose first. I think, yeah, like I said, I think I'm going to stick with FTR. I think um, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. I think I'm going with Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, both are good choices, and especially when you rethink the ROH title, where it actually sits, it makes a lot of sense. Especially, like I said, especially compared to tag titles. And, like, I just... I really just don't know how often FTR can really be in Japan to defend them. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind yeah. of my main thing. I mean, yeah, but they can also defend it on strong. That technically counts, New Japan. Um, Those are like the tag belts Yeah. in New Japan. You know what I mean? Like, no offense to the junior heavyweight titles, but, like, these are the IWGP, like, heavyweight tag teams. These are right. the belts. They, they don't bring, like those mostly. Those belts are mostly uh, defended by Right. I will say that um, if I if they do win, if FTR does win, I'm not expecting it to be a long reign. Um, I expect that the, the titles to be dropped to somebody in Japan relatively quickly, like not the first defense, maybe, but pretty quickly. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like if that's the case, why put them on them to begin with? You know what I mean? Again, uh, I think that just the dream match possibilities, I think, would be the main reason maybe. I would do it. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see, and that'll be another one where we can uh, either, yeah. gain, either gain a point on each other. Oh, by the way, speaking of points, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. Whatever our score ends up being, I'm going to give you an extra point um, because after Dynamite watching Christian's name, which was fucking awesome, but the whole interaction with Luchasaurus and how he like clearly is going to try and manipulate him and may actually do exactly what you thought he could do, make him his heavy. I was like, I didn't even have that in my brain. That, that deserves an extra point on predictions. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you get an extra point no matter what we end up uh, scoring on this. So, uh, also, I just um, I love I love the Christian Cage thing. And have you before we get into the show? Did you see his new shirt? Uh, um, did you see Christian's new shirt that just premiered on like AEW.com? No. 
So his old shirt said outwork everybody. His new one just says worked everybody. Ah, uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, let's get back to also, the Also, I might change my I might just change my uh change my choice. I didn't realize that FTR has won every tag belt except for the IWGP tag titles. Yeah, no, like that was the other thing. If they win this, they are basically the most decorated tag team maybe of all time, but definitely in this era. So if they win, they will be the first tag team ever in, in the history of wrestling to win the WWE, ROH, AEW, AAA, and IWGP tag belts. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good reason to do it right there just for the history oh. of it. Yep, never mind. I changed my I changed my choice. <laughs> Cheers, so I you're... FTR. All right, so we're both picking FTR. Okay. Yeah. I still right, can't it's... find if they still have the AAA titles, but I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, I really did need to Google that, but I don't know. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter one way or the other. It's just interesting that they haven't mentioned it as yeah. of yet. Um, all right, so what was the next match after that? Next, we have for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship, which is quickly, very, very quickly becoming a favorite title of mine, and it doesn't even have a champion yet. <laughs> oh, I'm, and, like, um, as far as far as the championship goes, like, I'm enjoying what they're doing so far, but I'm a little bit worried, are they really going to try and keep this gimmick of only non-Americans competing? And if so, how long will they do that? No, I, I doubt it. I Like, I think this is going to... My hope is that this is going to become the workhorse title. Right. It's going to be like the TV title back in the day. I was, gonna, I was thinking more of the Intercontinental title, but okay. Yeah, no, well, the TV title was. Like, when Arn Anderson had it, it was the workhorse title. No, I, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. That's that's my thought. Is I, I think this. I'm hoping this is going to become the workhorse title. That makes sense. And I yes. I am so excited for who I believe is going to be its first champion. Yeah, I think we're both agreed on this one. I think if you're going to bet on this match, the dark horse would be Malachi, but the like smart money's on Miro. Damn Skippy, he is going to drag the bastards and the pagans with him. I'm very interested to see who's going to replace Ishii. Um, is someone replacing Ishii, or is it just a triple threat now? I don't know. They, I haven't seen anything announcing one way or another. I just saw that Ishii's out because of injury. Right. Okay. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But even if it is, yeah. I don't even. I don't think it's going to affect one way or the other who it's going to be. No. I still think Miro's going to win. Oh, man. And I'm so excited for that title reign. You just can't hide it. His PBS title, or his TNT title, I always do that now. Now that they're (laughs) cool. It's because Dynamite's on TBS, so I keep... But anyways, his TNT title reign was so good. Yeah. And, like, I can't, like, this title, so I can only imagine this title reign will be just as good. Yeah, no, I think he would definitely um, really... uh, elevate this title where you want it to be, especially for the first reign. And uh, I I think Malachi can do the same thing, but that's why he's the Dark Horse. I don't think it's as cut and dry um, yeah. as Miro doing it. Also, um, I would like to I would just like to throw this out as well. No offense to like nothing against Pac because I think Pac would be an amazing champion. All th- you can I the beautiful thing about this match is you cannot go wrong with any of these three men. As as That's their true. first champion. That's true. Any of yeah. these three men can 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 make this title like an instant success. Yeah, they would all be really good fighting champions. Yeah, you're right. Like I think the main reason, at least for me, I think the main reason I I, I haven't even really thrown Pac into the conversation is just because of how like like how little he's been able to do so far or been, been given to do, I guess my, my formal point. Right. Cause like, like death triangle when it first formed, I thought it was going to be disgusting. I thought Pac was like on his way to like, like champion status. Right. And then it just kind of side. 
partly due to injuries and like he's had a lot with his like uh what like the visas slash like COVID stuff. Like, yeah, a lot. like COVID out the country for like six months. It also did the same thing to Phoenix. Yeah, it really hampered that group in general. Yeah, but like if. It- if they, I mean, if they really want to like get back into it and really start pushing them again, a great way to do it would be a great way to start doing it would be to put that title on pop. Right. But I don't think it's going to happen. I could see, yeah, because I could see that storyline thing, like giving the title to Pac and coming on Dynamite and just going hard heel with like, you didn't think I could do it. Like, well, this is what happens when you bet against a bastard. You know, you could. Yeah. You definitely do something really cool with that. I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, um, mostly because it's a brand new title. I don't think you want to try and like the title. The title can make the guy, but you don't want to um, do that with a brand new title. You need the title to have some legs before you try and use it to build new people or to revitalize others. So Yeah, I mean, I think it would be a mutual standing because I think Hawk, it easily elevates that. Like I said, mm-hmm. I think he just, like he is so he like he would make that title like amazing. It, he just hasn't had the chance to do much. Is the problem, right? Yeah. But I think he would with his matches he'd be able to put on. I think he would easily raise the status of that belt and raise the right. status of himself along with it. Right. No, that's all fair. I think I think you're right. I think overall, though, the smart money is with Nero, and I think that's yeah. the direction they're going, just based on how they've been building it. So, yeah, I, like I said, I mainly just want to point out that by no means do I think Pac is like not on that level or like not able, like shouldn't be in the match or something. You know what I mean? Right. No, that's fair. No, definitely Pac deserves to be there and could definitely hold that title going forward. I just don't think he's going to be the first uh, champion. Yeah. Also, I this is just something I thought about um, a few weeks ago when Miro first came back. I think Miro might be a Dragon Age fan, the video game, because his promos have now become not that he wants to go home. He wants to take his gods home. And it sounded a lot like from Dragon Age, the um, <laughs> mages going to the Golden City. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he does like video games, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't know if that's where he got it, but it just it like instantly, maybe because I was just playing that, but it instantly put it in my head. I'm like, oh, that's such a cool image. And I, anyway. he just, he's, just, he's just on a, I don't know what it is. There's the, there's something about his delivery mm-hmm. that just makes me just believe. You know, you know what's really, I got, yeah, no, you're right. And you know what's really odd about it? Because at the time it was really good, but when you really put it in the, lens of what he's doing now it's really kind of an insult the whole basically russian bad guy that never talks monster like that he was he's this good and that's what there be had to do with him was to make yeah. him the russian bad guy that never talks in 2000 something well i mean if there's something we've established at this point is that wwe is both videos yeah but yeah, no, I'm not surprised. It's just it, it puts it in starker contrast as the years and yeah. his work gets better. So, all right. Um, so what's the next match on your uh, list? So next match, the uh, and the AEW Women's World Title between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. I think Thunder Rosa is going to win. I don't think Tony Storm's going to take the title off her. I think this title will stay on Rosa. Yeah. No, there's like it's just there's no build to it. There's no reason Tony couldn't do it, but there's no yep. no feel that that's where we're heading. We're not at the point yeah. where there's a storyline reason to do it. So the only thing I can see is if possibly like Thunder Rosa wins the match, and maybe like Tony Storm gets angry and turns heel from it, and then that mm-hmm. maybe starts like a longer rivalry between the two. Maybe that could do it. Which yeah. that would be good. I'd be all for that. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. I don't know if that's where they're planning, but if they do it, that that's a fine way to start it and get us going. Because at this moment, I really don't have any idea of a person that's like poised, even in the, even in really in the future at all, to take it off of Thunder Rosa. Like yeah. they just don't have any storylines going that makes me think they're going to do it. 
Yeah, so. the women's division just hasn't really felt built up like at all. It's it's you a know? weird dichotomy because the TBS title actually does have some storylines going in it, but for yeah. some reason the main women's title it hasn't, and I don't know what what's going on. Yeah, no, it is very odd. Uh, all right, but yeah, so that one's pretty cut and dry. I think you're right. Thunder Rose is going to win. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good match, but yeah, it's not, yeah, it's it not the end of the story for her yet. Um, all right, so what's the next one after that one? Next, we got the IWGP World Heavyweight title, Fatal 4-Way. Jay White, the champ, taking on Hangman Adam Page, Adam Cole, Bebe, uh-huh. and the Rainmaker himself, Kazuchika Okada. Right. Now, before we get into the match itself, when Okada did show up on Dynamite, could you still see the TV around your erection? Like, I, um, like we... It was tough. I had, to, I had to move it out of the way a little. <laughs> oh, yeah, the way I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be the happiest day of his life. Dude, uh, that was pretty cool. I, I really, I mean, I kind of expected it for Forbidden Door, but at the same time, mm-hmm. a part of my brain was like, Okada's not going to show up. Right. In in America, not in New Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're not going to show up in an American wrestling program. Yeah, there he was. Um, so I can my prediction is pretty simple, and I've got a couple reasons for it. I don't see them putting the world title on American. Um, yeah. I just don't see that happening, um, and I don't see them flip flopping going back right to Okada for no apparent reason when they just put it on Jay White. Right. So I'm going to say Jay White's going to retain. So. Yep. No, I agree 100. I mean, Jay White will retain. Um, for pretty much the same reasons. There's yeah. no reason for them to put the IWGP World Heavyweight Title on someone who's not in the New Japan Company, who's not on the New Japan roster. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And I mean, Okada just lost it to Jay White. Yeah. If okay, the only thing I'll say is like a again dark horse thing. If you're going to put it on somebody just because you want to be shocking to put it on American, I would say probably Adam Page. Um, I think yeah, he could do. do that, yeah, like I said, I'm definitely like 100% Jay White, but I'm saying if you want a dark horse, my guess would be Adam Page, and yeah. that'd be the only reason really. Um, out yeah, of the no. New Japan doesn't really do like out of nowhere Dark Horse title wins. Not yeah. really. Like, if someone's going to win the title off of someone else, it's usually going to be from, like, a build-up. Like, a, 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 quite a bit of a build-up. Yeah. No, that makes sense. All right. <clears throat> um, so what's the next one after that world title? Well, there's only one match left. It's for okay, the so intermate between Moxley and Tanahashi. Yeah. And uh, we've basically broken this one down before. I think we're both firmly Moxley is going to win. Yeah. Um, I think there was the, more of a chance before, like, like I was informed of the G1 Classic, but the fact that Tanahashi is going to be part of that tournament for five weeks, you're not going to put your world title on that guy to go off your TV for more than a month. Um, yeah. And he's not going to go back and forth based on what you've told me of his history. It's just not possible. So. Right. Yeah, Moxley's going to win. The morality of Moxley versus Punk is just too good to throw away. Yeah, that'll be a good match. And another, this is a weird like statistic question. Does Moxley winning this title make him a two-time AEW champ? Or not Not because the interim, he has to be Punk to become a two-time champ? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I don't think he counts. I don't think he counts as actually, I don't know. I feel like this, as a statistician that Tony Khan is, somebody needs to ask them on Twitter to get this like breakdown of where he sits if he wins. I mean, but, it'll uh, probably, we'll probably hear it. Like, yeah. Like, if and probably when Moxley wins, like the next week on Dynamite when he comes out, like they'll say, if he's a two time champ, they'll say he's a two time champ. Yeah. If they, if they don't, then he's not. It does, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I think that's everything. I, there's not really anything else that yeah. um, like no, 
There's That's no surprises really scheduled. We already did the mystery opponent who we think it's going to be. So yeah, I think we're good the with the surprise, card. The mystery opponent. Yeah, this one's a this one's a better surprise than most because like I could legit see any of those three options or a fourth. Like there's not a reason it has to be really anybody. Yeah. Um, like cut and dry. So. Well, no, it does have to be somebody. Like the match has and, to happen. I mean, like it doesn't have to be anyone in particular. <laughs> I know. Basically. <laughs> uh, anyway. I mean, there's no reason it has to be anybody. No, no, there is. I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. could be the new opponent and it would just be a draw. Oh my God. Like a- How hilarious would that be if there was no match and like uh, Sabre Jr. is just standing out there for a few minutes and then Danielson uh-huh. just comes out and it's just like, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this match as a newest member of Blackpool Combat Club, Zack Sabre Jr. And, I, oh, man, I would be very upset out of missing out on a match and at mm-hmm. the same time be so excited. I would say it would very much cement the Blackpool Combat Club as a heel faction at that point if they did that. Yeah, which um, doesn't really fit for what they're doing right now. That's, yeah, that that's the one thing about the, the group that I'm a little bit um, – I don't even know. I, it's just weird because some of them are definitely heels, but Moxley definitely is presenting as a face, um, even though the shit he does in the ring is kind of heely. I don't know. I, the group itself doesn't have an identity heel or face-wise that much. I mean, I think their identity is just that they're, like, fucking violent. <laughs> we like to hurt people. That's what we. That's our identity. Yeah. Uh, anyway... So, yeah, I think that's about it. So this will come out, like, basically right after we're done recording. So this will be Saturday night. Hopefully people get to hear it before the pay-per-view. If not, um, this Wednesday will be our regular cast. We're inside. We'll break down how we did as, on our predictions and uh, anything else that we need to talk about by then. And uh, Monday will be uh, Star Trek uh, Generations, the movie. So check that out. Like, if you love Patrick Stewart or William Shatner in the same movie, this is pretty much the only movie you can watch. Plus, there's Malcolm McDowell. I don't know what else I need to say. Those three men have scenes together. It's it's awesome. Um, so check all that out, and we will see you uh, next week. And, uh, oh, yeah, because it's coming up. Happy 4th of July. I'm going to say that as much as I can this week. So happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah. Independence deuces.